Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Okay. How can I help you? Maybe we can continue to have the conversation from this morning about um, disappointment. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go there. I feel like sometimes you're like, I was I was wondering how long this would take, and now we're here. <laughs> kind of. But, but, you know, I, do, I mean, I have that all the time with coaching, right? You're like, oh, yay, they're finally ready. Yeah. Well, and, and it's iterative, okay? Yes, like so iterative. It's not. It's not like we haven't had this conversation at all, mm-hmm. or we haven't discussed it. We have, okay, but it's at a different level, right? Yeah, you, you, yeah. you know, and and so you have to recognize that that's part yeah. of that's part of the process. That's part of how the coaching works. That's why, um, quite frankly, I'm going to make an argument for you to continue in some kind of fashion with immersion, and I have an idea on that, um, okay. which I'm happy to share with you some point in this call or another call, but, um, but yes, let's start there. Okay. Here are my observations. So this morning you made an observation, uh, a spot on observation, but I, um, I think the way you phrased it was, I I sort of avoid disappointment and I have, I've always, here's what struck me about it. Um, I have sadness around disappointment. Like, I've always known that I didn't like disappointing others. Like, you can be mad at me. You can be lots of things with me. Disappointed. Like, I'm disappointed in you, Erica. Oh, my gosh. That's like, cuts deep. So it is interesting to me to think about that as it relates to, like, me disappointing myself and uh, acknowledging that it, that really does hold me back in a lot of different ways, big and small. Yeah, because you won't go for it if with the fear of disappointing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So there's disappointing others. You don't want to do that. Let, let's talk about why. Why might you not want to disappoint others? Because I would lose love. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, that in and of itself is a, is a, a clear indication of conditional love, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's an indication of I misunderstood, I, I morphed, I conflated approval with love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lose love and you're going to lose love. If you disappoint others, not because of any valid reason, right? I'm not asking you to be be, um, rational or logical here. Mm -hmm. But 
but because your little self thought what? Little thought that if she could just make people happy, make them feel good, that that was a good thing. And she got a lot of, um, a lot of approval because it became a finely honed skill. Yeah. And if, if she didn't, if she disappointed people, what was at risk? She would lose love. But what's, what's, what's less meta than love? Like what's like really specific being, yeah. being liked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And being liked being accepted, mm-hmm. being part of the in crowd. Yep. Belonging, all of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now all of those things are at risk. You've named a bunch of them. Love, tension, belonging, being liked, accepted. And now let's translate that, that to disappointing yourself. If you think that disappointing others is going to cause these negative consequences, you also think that disappointing yourself is going to cause those negative consequences. It's the same feeling. Yeah. Math. yeah. That's a brain cramp. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Your mind is like, what? Ah. Yep. But here's the thing. If, if disappointing others means all of this is at risk, all these negative consequences are at risk, then the feeling of disappointment is mapped to that potential negative consequence. It yeah, doesn't I mean, it makes sense. Like, if it's true for others, it's true for me because it's, you know, I'm air quoting, it's true. Right. Not that it's actually true. Correct. Correct. But for little it was true. Yeah. So you think if you commit to something or want something that you don't think you can have, in the case of the relationship stuff that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're going to disappoint yourself. That's not the rational, well, I would just disappoint myself. Oh, well, right. Mm-hmm. No, it's patterned to a mm-hmm. neuro, the, the synapses in your mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. connect around. Oh no. Disappointment means going to lose love, appreciation, being liked, belonging. Belonging is a key component of security. Yeah, very key. So key. Okay. So, and I'm not saying that belonging is what builds security, but we are, I mean, I don't, yeah, yeah. We haven't evolved physiologically beyond our tribal sense, Mm -hmm. right? When Mm -hmm. we were out, you know, in the forests, on the savannas, wherever, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you would you wouldn't survive without the tribe. You needed the community. Now you could probably do some home-based digital marketing business and survive. Maybe you might not be happy, right? You could like be a coach who can like do the stuff remotely. I'm just making it up as I go along here. Yes. Right. But like, think about COVID. Okay. People survived. A lot of them didn't survive. Let's not be flip about this. A lot of people had very big mental health breakdowns because of the isolation. Okay. But a lot of people did survive and it's an interesting thing that 
you actually, for our physical continuity, don't necessarily need yeah. the tribe. Our emotional continuity, we do need people. Okay. Yeah, that's a great distinction. Yeah, so, but it, I mean, it really, like, I was, I'm just, I, I mean, I'm struck by, like, how, as I am so frequently when I have these epiphanies, the, how pervasive this is. Like, and, like, I do a preemptive, like, I'm going back to yesterday when we were in the, I won't get the strategic planning intensive. Maybe I take it. Mm-hmm. Is that what we call that? SPI? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was literally was like, I don't know what my interim personal life goals are. And do I think part of that is stages of life? Sure. But I think it's because I just have, you know, my first marriage just reinforced, like, just don't, you know, if you don't have hopes, dreams, and aspirations for your personal life, then you'll never be disappointed. So just don't have those. Yep. But is that the way you want to live? No, that, right. But that the, the muscle is so today. anemic. It's just like, wow. Yeah. So, so let's not make you wrong, but let's also not give up on ourselves. Okay. Just like I'm not, don't make my muscles wrong when they atrophy a little bit. Yeah. It's just like, okay, <laughs> I need to start yeah. doing yeah. a little bit at a time and, and focusing on, let's just focus on the upper body for a little yeah. while. Okay. <laughs> just a tricep. Just the tricep. Yes. So don't make yourself wrong. Great yeah, awareness. Yeah. Why you're doing the coaching because you want the, all the life, right? Not just the business success, but the, yeah, the, all the, the life. And bang, bang, bang. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what's surprising to me though? I am surprised that I signed on for as much coaching as I did. One yeah. is a testament to how good you are at sales, but I, I genuinely am shocked with this. Because that set me up for the possibility of massive disappointment. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. But you're not disappointing yourself. So the actual truth here, let's just get really super, super clear, is that the conversation that we had, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you recognized what you really wanted. Mm-hmm. You understood how the subconscious sabotages were keeping you stuck playing at the same level. In that window, you made a decision in favor of yourself before you could say no to yourself. At the risk of disappointing yourself, but you felt the truth, and yeah. for that moment, you said yes. Yeah. Now, let's transpose that onto this current situation. All the conversation, well, let me do one more thing. All the conversation around the business coaching. You claimed that desire. Yes. And let's be clear. You had been listening to the podcast for what? Six months, eight months, something. A long time. Yeah. Long time. You came to the summit. You were in the spirit of wealth. You were like, I want this. I want this. I want this. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of lead up Mm -hmm. around business. The personalized stuff. We had one pretty intense conversation, and then you wrapped that up in a nice little bow and put it, put that little present in the top drawer of the dresser and turned the <laughs> lock and key on it and said, we're not going there anymore. 
my business is a lot safer than that, right? It's so much safer. It's my happy place. Yeah. yeah. But I guess my point in bringing that up is that yeah. all the things that you had been listening to me teach on were calling you forward into saying yes to yourself and what you truly wanted in your business. And that's where you've been focusing. Yeah. This, on the personal side, personal life side, although you want it and you, you know, you're on the edge, right? You're, you're skirting the, the, out, the outer edges of it. Mm-hmm. You haven't really claimed it yet as yeah. something that you want to work on. I would put a finer point on it. I think I've done a fantastic job of judiciously avoiding. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I really want to own that and name it. Yeah. I've, I've avoided it. And so there's something to that. Yeah. And in the call earlier today with Inner Circle, you were, you know, everything's fine. Fine. It's great. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to bust out the law of relativity. And <laughs> yes. say, <laughs> but genuinely, well, the, relative to how it was, this is great. This is it is. joy. And, 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 and I'm hearing you say, that's great, Erica. And I can still want more. Correct. And that, has and what, that is what I have not felt entitled to. Exactly. Because this is so much better than first marriage. <laughs> Without a doubt, right? <laughs> Just setting the bar so low. <laughs> okay. Uh, different universe than, than first marriage. Okay. Yeah. And, and we're not going to deny that, right? We don't say this is wrong. This is bad. This, it's like. You can be appreciative and grateful and just yeah. freaking delighted by what you have. In fact, that's the way to more is to yep. be there with the one caveat that you can't suppress or deny your very human directive for more life. The thing that people get into a little bit of a pickle for in is that if you say, if you always are looking at what's not right or what I want more of, and you are disappointed, then that's not a healthy, functional way mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're looking at what you have and saying, it's perfect, 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 fine, fine, fine. But that also is not the most functional, most healthy way forward because you're denying the fact that you're human and humans love to grow. So there's always going to be more that you want to grow into, even in your relationship. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. 100%. So, so neither neither of those work. What works is what we talked about earlier, being incredibly grateful, delighted mm-hmm. by what you have, and also claiming what you truly desire. The next thing, one small little thing. Let's just work on the triceps. Yes. Yes to all of that. I'm trying to figure out how this relates to like, like um, having a clear sense of what done is so that we don't get stuck in this, like nothing's ever enough loop. Feels uh in my mind right now, just the, the level of awareness that I'm at feels like in conflict with this somehow. I know it's not, but just where I'm at. So you're halfway to your financial goal for the quarter, correct? Not quite. More or less half. 
well, close. I'm real a close. A few thousand so. dollars. You're, you're yeah. very close. Yeah. Yeah. To halfway through to your financial goal. And yeah. it's more than you've made in this kind of period of time than before. Correct. Correct? Correct. When you reach your goal, you will have the decision to make. And I always like to make this decision before I reach my goal. Mm-hmm. Do I have a bigger financial goal after that? Or do I have a different business goal after that? What is the next growth area that I'm going for? Mm-hmm. Is it more time off? If is it better impact for the clients? What what is the next goal? Mm-hmm. You get clear about what that is, and you also know that you will always grow. If you just meet this quarter goal, quarterly goal, financial goal. And you never set another goal for yourself that's bigger in either in the financial arena or any other arena. You will start dying because you're either growing or dying. Mm-hmm. That's not moving the goalposts. That it, it's only moving the goalposts if you say you're not enough unless you meet this goal. And even if you meet this goal, that's not enough because there's you have to meet this goal to be enough. I kind of said the same thing there, okay? It's a different mental perspective. It's like, oh, great, I met this goal, but my true aspiration is growth, not goal. The goal right. is a metric. Okay. okay? Growth, not goal. goal. A, that's helpful. Yeah. I just made that up. But it's wrong with it. Yeah, but the goal is a metric of yep. the growth, okay? But we never stop growing. If you stop setting goals for yourself or desires, if you don't like the word goal, right? Desires, things you want to achieve, things you want to create, things you want to manifest. If you stop doing that, then you stop growing. Mm-hmm. We're either growing or we're dying. There are a lot of people out there who are, who are dying slow, slow deaths that they don't mm-hmm. even recognize. Okay. And the same is true for your personal life. You want to keep growing. And, and the up level, right? Data mm-hmm. points in your personal life is just a metric. It's just a representation. Of the progress of the growth. Mm-hmm. Do you have Girl hypotheses on like why I, I, I mean, I feel kind of very stunted. I'm realizing in like personal growth goals, I don't really set those. I know because you're afraid to disappoint yourself. You're also probably afraid of losing your husband if you ask for more. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's old trauma. I get it. Old trauma. Old trauma. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Because it's not like I live a bad life, right? I think, you know what, what, what I have echoes of that conversation we had some number of weeks or months ago about um, that, like, I was trained to be reasonable. I was mm. socialized to be reasonable. I said reasonable. I mean, for some people, they wouldn't be running marathons, you know, getting black belts, whatever. Like 
physically accept those goals, which for me are fun. But I don't do a lot of that. You don't and do I, a lot of setting, setting personal goals. goals? Okay. No, not, not in my personal life. It's like I kind of roll along and things are mainly goodish. And then I, and that's good enough. I strive so much more in my professional life than I do in my personal life. And I think one of the things that is challenging as a entrepreneur is that those can become, and I think I allowed this to happen for me, those can become kind of like one and the same because being entrepreneurial or an entrepreneur could be a piece of, so much a piece of your identity. Mm-hmm. 100%. So it's kind of like, it's like a cute end run thing. I go, look, no, no, I'm setting, I'm striving, I'm setting the goals. Yeah. So go back to childhood for a moment. Okay. And you got, if I'm understanding correctly, you got accolades for doing. Yes, I got accolades for doing. I got accolades for making other people feel, not just in my family, but like, you know, my mom was always like, you make friends so quickly. Mm -hmm. You make make other people feel feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So that didn't leave a lot of space for No. Mm -mm. So let me give you an analogy from my life. I got accolades for making a good argument at the dinner room, dining room table. Okay. (laughs) I got accolades for, you know, reading, doing reports, all of that. I did not get accolades for riding a bike or doing anything physical. Right. My family read the New York Times on Sunday morning. They didn't go on the bike ride. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That means that when I go after sport, athletic health goals, I'm going against my upbringing, my conditioning of what's important, where I get safety, belonging, love was in the intellectual prowess Mm -hmm. rather than in the physical prowess. So I will, will always put the intellectual first because that's the, that's the well-worn path through the forest. Mm -hmm. But I really like how I look when I work out. (laughs) (laughs) So, but there's a conflict there and that's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Often for, for women in business, you get accolades for the, the doing, but you didn't get accolades for saying, I really want, want you to pay attention to me, right? <laughs> I want to be cherished. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. In fact, that was probably, probably got the stink eye for that, right? Like, hurry up. <laughs> you know, enough of that. This is what we're paying attention to over here. I get that your parents were great parents, right? And you were that still are. of their eye. Still are. But that there was a different emphasis. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't space. You'd be surprised. There are people who were parented differently. And different traits got supported, affirmed. Mm-hmm. So you have to recognize that not only... Is it a, this is so much better than marriage number one. Who am I to ask for more? 
shouldn't I be grateful? Yeah. It's also the conditioning of what makes you a good human. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious about whether intimacy, presence, recognition, spending quality time together, holding hands, what, whatever your desires are in your mm -hmm. marriage, were those attributes, qualities that were not just lip service or cognitively supported, but actually modeled for you? In my family of origin? Yeah. I don't think anyone would describe my family as warm and fuzzy. Hmm. We're very welcoming, friendly. And uh, my, my parents are like, they've been together for 50 umpteen years. They've, mm -hmm. you know, they have a good partnership. They're not physically, they don't hold hands. They don't touch. They don't, they're very like um, synced up and connected. But mm -hmm. that, that was never modeled for me. Okay. So now, like, the next step for you is to look at what you actually want that you don't currently have. Don't make what you have wrong. Yes. Wrong. Right? Or not enough. Yes. But what is it that you would mm -hmm. like more of or differently of in your marriage? And I think you said earlier, I want to go out more together when we're together. Is that correct? Yes, more adventuring. More adventuring. Okay. <laughs> so start with that. That's the tricep muscle. Okay. More adventuring. And I want you to look at what does adventuring represent for you? Yeah. Okay. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode of Coaching Uncut. Let us know in the comments what you learned and how you can apply it to your own life and business. We absolutely love hearing from you. And we also love receiving your feedback. So thank you in advance for your likes and reviews. They really help us connect with more women who need this information to help them scale. So much appreciated for that and taking the time to do that. Now, if it's go time for you and you're ready to scale your life and your business, then I want to offer you up something. I want to offer you access to our Be Unstoppable Facebook group. We drop daily and weekly resources in this free group that show you exactly how to scale, what you need to be doing differently. So if you want access to that group and it's go time for you, go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group, and that will redirect you there. So theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group, no spaces, and start by getting your copy of the scale plan, which lives there and it's totally free. So go do that now and then tune in to the next episode and continue to be unstoppable.